your favorite favorites are back. Welcome to a new episode of Crayon vs. Culture, hosted by LaShonda. My black community, why are we like this? Along with Fee. What I'm saying, let's look within our own country, people. And Ace. Then on top of that, how can you trust, you know, these new people that come around you? And they're the cast of Crayon vs. Culture. All right. Welcome to another episode of Crayon vs. Culture. It's your girl, LaShonda, and I'm joined today by Fee. Hey. Ace isn't with us, but it's okay because I feel like this topic should just include women. Not saying it don't happen to men, but it happens a lot more to women. And um, this is my my Twitter friend, you know. Um, she said it's caramel, but she is Valerie. But I'm gonna just go with caramel. Like we're just gonna go with that. Just ignore the Valerie part. We're gonna go with the caramel part. But um, she's very intentional on Twitter, um, about protecting women, but even protecting kids. Like just talking about what it is that happens. And this month is what Sexual Assault Awareness Month. So I figured it would be ideal to have her on so we can discuss certain things that pertain to us as a community as far as um, sexual assault and how we can do our part to protect ourselves and protect each other. So Caramel, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate this opportunity. You know, you're welcome. Like it's been, um, it's been a year since we've been trying to get this together, but it just so happened, like, it kind of worked out that we we all, the scheduling kind of worked. So I'm happy yes. to have you. Um, so if it's not too personal for you, like, kind of explain to us, like, how how did you get into sexual assault, like, protection and safety and stuff like that as far as the community? Um, it came from my own personal experience going on oh. now almost 10 years ago I had a violent sexual assault that happened to me never ever thought that it would you know you, no one ever thinks that it's going to happen to them but in my case it was someone that I knew and that seems oh. to be a trend yes it was someone that I knew and actually had dated in the past and figured out the guy was crazy and I thought I was done with him Mm -hmm. But he wasn't done with me, obviously. And I think that happens a lot to our sisters is we think we've, we're rid of this person and suddenly they show back up again and they have evil intent. And so that's basically what happened to me. And after that, I just, I had a hard time healing. I'm just going to be completely transparent. We're very open here. Yeah, I had a hard time with it. I had a hard time physically. I had a hard time emotionally healing, like a piece of my life had been taken away. Um, and so through that, I was trying to find out, you know, how can I pick myself back up? How can I put the pieces that are left? How can I put them back together again? And then I saw a story I believe it was about three years about Jasmine Island. Do y'all remember what happened to her? No. Yeah, she um, she went to opera nightclub in Atlanta, downtown Atlanta. Oh, at and I've been there a few times. Yes. And so she I used was to there go there a lot. 
Yeah, a, a lot of people did. You know, a lot oh, of did. is this the girl that was assaulted on the like the dance floor or something? She was, and it was live streamed on her Facebook. I remember it now. Okay. Yes. So that happened to her, and then everything just came rushing back. You know, through my own experience, and I said, "Now's the time. Now's the time for me to figure out." what I need to do as an individual, as a person, not a shell, like I had been feeling as a person, what can I do to help women? And so I came up with this idea. The genesis of the whole thing was based upon my experience and the story of Jasmine Island. And I decided that I would do some research on self-defense tools. And that took about six to eight months. And Mm -hmm. then after that, I did more research on how can I sell these things? How can I educate women? I joined Twitter. I started a Shopify store. I was doing all of this all on my own, you know, never having done anything like this before in my life. But somehow I knew that I had to and this was going to be my vehicle to help. And so fast forward to today for 2222. I am a small business owner. I have a Shopify store that is now almost three years old. Mm-hmm. And I've been educating women, families, awesome. men, students on not just sexual assault, but assault in general on women and how they can stay safe. So that's my story. And you know what? Thank you for even sharing that because I didn't know with that question. Um, because I know I've seen, you know, a lot of your stuff. I like it, repost it or retweet it, but I didn't know. And, you know, a lot of times people that are victims aren't comfortable telling that. So with what you said, as far as being assaulted by somebody, you know, do you see that as a common theme as far as women being assaulted? Is it, are you more than, are you more likely to be assaulted by somebody, you know, versus somebody you don't know? Yes, and especially in our community. And because that per- usually what happens is um, the person who's going to commit the rape has already established a certain amount of familiarity, trust even, and then they can use that and turn that to try to recruit a victim. And mm. that's exactly what happened to me. Um, this guy talked to my roommate and was able to convince her that we were getting back together. So she, he said he was coming over. That's how he got in our house in the first place. Oh, wow. So they can be very, very um, conniving, lying, all of those types of things. So yes, definitely more times than not, it is a person that, that we know. You may not know them well, but it's going to be somebody that you You've know met them before. Time. Exactly. And that's what happened to Jasmine, too. The the guy that sh- that wound up assaulting her was somebody that she knew. She had just seen him in past and, oh, hey, how you doing? And that wound up being the man that changed her life forever in a negative way. Mm. Yeah, that that's disheartening and I hate it because of course those of us that have not been assaulted like we just move around like however we move around although I I 
I do look out because now, you know, with the stuff that I see that you put out, this and the other, I'm just like more cognizant of, I was already like that, but like I'm more cognizant of, okay, being intentional with my movements, you know, yeah, I don't tweet yeah. where I'm at. I don't show where I'm at or even yeah. like you were saying, if it's somebody that I know and, you know, I got discernment. So it's just like, all right, you're not giving me good vibes. I'm not letting you in my space by myself. I like and, that. Um, yeah. And I think a lot of us women, a lot of us black women aren't trained to do certain things. Like, but a lot of people don't know I'm trained to kill you. So <laughs> if you, if this is what you want to do, you but to meet your maker, you right. know? So a lot of people aren't like that. So what would you say for our community that we need to do as women, as far as, or do we need, like, I know you sell, um, cause we had the, um, mace. I don't have it up here with me, but like you had, you said sent us a care package and everything. And we're grateful yeah. to that. But oh, oh, how, what, what do you say that women that, don't have the time to get, you know, in self-defense mode and stuff like that. Like, what do they need to do to protect themselves from an unfortunate event like this? That's a great question. And there's so many things that we can do just as individual women. And I mean, if you know how to defend yourself through martial arts or if you own a weapon, and I agree with all of that. I am Mm -hmm. for women taking arms, whether it's a lethal or non-lethal. I'm for all Mm -hmm. of that. I'm for women learning as well, but there is a learning curve for someone who's about to learn how to use a gun. Mm -hmm. You don't learn how to use a gun in, you know, a day. It may take you a little bit longer. Um, So during that time, women can carry, um, pepper spray, like I sent to you, and they can Mm -hmm. be cognizant of their surroundings, like you were saying as well. And the number one thing that's going on right now is AirPods, women wearing AirPods. With the AirTags? Yes. And not See why I don't fool with Apple stuff? This is why I don't fool with Apple stuff. They have Android ones. <laughs> um, but it's it's harder it's harder to connect to an Android versus connecting an AirPod to an Android. And um, I, Apple just came out with their new AirPods that you can actually hear the outside noise, anything your surrounding noise now. They yeah, it's called ambient noise. I have that yeah. in my Samsung buds. I don't have yeah. them in right now, yeah. but it's called it's called ambient noise. And the thing about it is, you can't connect unless you have that case to open you have to have that case to connect airpods you can kind of do uh because i can't really say what i do but you can kind of do some things to kind of track what you need to track uh, okay okay yeah so um i'm not trying to stop anybody from enjoying their music or enjoying mm-hmm. their their podcast or anything else that they <laughs> listen to you see what i got on yeah, <laughs> but um, we still do need to use some good sense when wearing those. You know, maybe you can still work out and just wear one. 
Yeah. I've got a parent. They they don't even stay in my ears. I guess that's really a blessing that they don't even stay in my ears, you know, Mm -hmm. when I'm trying to work out with them. Or if you if you have to wear your AirPods when you're running, maybe you need a buddy, maybe you need somebody who's going to go run with you. And then you both can enjoy the music and then continue on. But um, that's I would say is the number one thing that's going on right now. And it only takes someone who's going to assault you, whether it's sexual assault or not, someone who is going to assault you, they only need two minutes to figure out their next victim, just two Mm. minutes. Mm. So as you said, LaShonda, when you are going about your daily activities and things like that, it may take you two minutes to, to get inside the car and lock the door. That's how fast. That's how fast. Yep. That's how fast they're making a decision on who their next victim is going to be. So because all they need to do, like, let's be real. All you need to do is scan. And you will see what you want to see. And God forbid, if you have the ability to hack, you can see somebody's history. You can see their map. You can see where they live. You can see See everything. See where they walk or where they frequent. And you have to change up your routine. Like, I don't ever go somewhere twice in the same week. That's good. That's good. That's because I like, yeah, like, because I went to West Georgia and um, we had a whole situation before, like, the phones was a big thing. Like, some girl came up missing. Like, yeah. she was at Walmart and the next thing, gone. Yeah. So, yeah. when we got there, that was one of the main things, like, the Black Student Council told us, like, look, I'm not saying don't have your fun, but look around. That's right. Make sure you're good. Because one day you're here, one day you're not. That's right. And it's happening. It's happening every day. And you know, we go on the black market, right? So they're basically taking black people and basically using us for parts. Yeah. So now you you don't become a a used car. You know? That's right. That's right. Oh, man. So (laughs) it's not even... It's not even just, uh, yeah, sexual assault is a big thing, but I think we need to look at the overall picture like we are commodity. It's not just us women. They're taking the men. They're taking the little boys. They're taking whoever they can get. What'd you say, Fee? Trafficking. Yeah, they're trafficking. So we, we as a community need this type of conversation to be like, look, what, what can we do to kind of uh, 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 minimize this so that we're not just all disappearing because it's very it's very strange and they're not talking about it. No, nobody's talking except us. <laughs> we don't except only us, but you know what? It. You know what it said? When two or more are gathered. There you go. There you know you what go. I'm saying? So it's, it's up to us that are cognizant and aware of what is taking place to have these conversations. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. I don't want to talk about sexual assault because I know people that have been through it. I haven't personally, but it's just like, okay, it's okay to be uncomfortable. Get yes. uncomfortable to get comfortable That's because right. I'm good today, but who knows what could happen to me next week. Yeah. Yeah. And I pray that it never does. I really do. That's why I am so dedicated to what I'm doing and I'll never stop. I'll still be here 80, 90 years old, still doing the same stuff, tweeting out 
be on the lookout and all kinds of stuff that I do the same thing that I do now in terms of helping, trying to help women and children because. So do you, do you host like community events, like um, a workshop so people can be like, like you can be in their faces, like, okay, this is what could happen. Like you create scenarios and stuff like that. I need to start doing that. I haven't done it yet. And my love really is for college students. And so that's where it's happening. That's right. I would love to be able to speak to some students, you know, sororities, even fraternities, um, just to, to be able to keep the conversation going. Because like you said, this is not anybody's favorite topic, you know, but God chose me to be the one that will be, disseminating this information i didn't ask for but god chose me to do it so here i am i'm going to continue on but yeah i would love to get on some college campuses and that's in the works you know what um because i am in a sorority i don't talk about that much but i am um and it's a service sorority gamma sigma sigma shout out to y'all but uh at west georgia i think i think that conversation needs to happen because so many times I've seen the younger girls we brought in and they just, and you're like, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, we always had a buddy. <laughs> like we, and like, I could see how certain things happen in Carrollton because it'll be like 10 o'clock at night. I see a girl jogging. Where are you going at yeah. 10 o'clock at night? Yes. Yeah. By yourself. Absolutely. I, I, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it, you know, but um, I'm not going to stop this message. You know, they know I think you need to partner up with like the like some of these like um, BSAs at the different schools in Georgia and just kind of create that foundation because you you don't know what you don't know, you know, and a lot of people don't know. They just think, oh, I'm living my life. And it's just like, but you're living obtusely because you don't know who's around that corner you by yourself like this and the other like there's no reason for me i'm not that tall i'm not that big there's no reason for me to be out gallivanting by myself at two something in the morning on west georgia's campus i'm sorry right yeah yeah it's just common sense you know but everybody Um, don't have that and you know the new generation like they're very absent-minded so we can't they don't they don't know until you start showing them like proof, like this is what could happen to you. Like, I don't think they know. And like their parents are kind of like, okay, I'm taking you to school. All right, whatever, figure it out. Because they're so used to that freedom. Yeah. Do. You yeah. know, until yeah. something happens and it's just like, well, where's so-and-so? Like we, we had this rule, like no man left behind. Right, right. How we left is how we gonna come back home. Right, that's right. right. Everybody, that's right. like, and then you gotta call. Like, if you left before or after, call. So at mm-hmm. the end of the day, your parents not calling me, asking me. No, I talked to them at this time, and this is what what was going on. Mm-hmm. Now, if I had to get out my bed to come look for you, now I'm at. <laughs> you know problem. what I'm saying? Because then we gotta call everybody up. Like, look, so and so, we can't find them. Let's go. They're not answering the phone. And then to get to your apartment and you just knocked out. Yeah. You know. Well, we thank but, God, but <laughs> what'd you say, Fee? I said, you know, you'd be like, thank God you're safe, but 
but but, but. I could be asleep and now I'm here. <laughs> you know, so um so with that fee, do you have any questions for her? For camera? Yeah. So the um products you sent us, I'm not even gonna lie, I didn't even have it for a good month. I went <laughs> to the club and for me, I'm thinking I should take it everywhere I should go because I'm trying to be safe. So I have it in my purse. I go to the club. They check my purse. Oh, you can't have that. How are we supposed to be able to protect ourselves in situations like the club, like the girl Jasmine Island? Um, how, how are you supposed to protect yourself if they take it? I mean, they even take eye drop because they feel like, you know, you can put it in people's drinks and stuff. How do, like, what kind of advice do you give people like that? Because mine's is gone. After, and I knew after I left, I was going to be kind of like forgetful or drunk, little tipsy. I'm like, ah, get in the car like, dang, I forgot my stuff, you know, and it's all sitting yeah. out there in the basket. So what do you, what do you say? What do you suggest? Or do you, are y'all making smaller ones so we can put it in a wallet or something? <laughs> Oh, man, I wish, you know, that's not a bad idea. But um, as far as like I was on a trip, I went up north, I went up the way um, over Easter break, and I had to pack all my stuff in my suitcase. So that's how you get it up, you know, if you're traveling on a plane, put it in your suitcase in the club. I don't have an answer for that. And that's the thing that I really need to work hard on trying to figure out how to keep women safe. Now, Jasmine did, there was something put in her drink. She left her drink on a table and nobody was watching. You know, you never do that. You always have your drink in your hand, you know, or if you put it down, then that's the end of it. Nobody gets to drink from that drink anymore. If you put it Mm. down. So um, watch your drinks that would be one thing to do, but right now no clubs are allowing anything, and that's not right. just pepper spray. I got my knife taken once. Right, right. So, oh, you, you went know, to the club with a knife? I always go to the club with a knife. <laughs> I always like go you, to the club with a knife. <laughs> She's like, like, I always go to the club. Do you go with the um, blade on your tongue too? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I might try to learn least. that. I'm like, I, I, I always want to learn that, but I'm like, I think people cut themselves. I would be scared don't... to cut my damn tongue. Now I can't right. talk. Oh, wow. No, 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 no. Never. Because they don't ever scan me. us up here. They always scan us down. Right. Right. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, so. definitely, ladies. Cause I learned that too. Um, that was actually, I think I learned that in high school. Like people was getting roofied and all that yes. type of stuff. You you don't put don't put your stuff down. And if you do put it down, that's the end of it. Unless right. you're with your group of people that you trust, give it to them. If you go into the bathroom, because that's kind of nasty. Go into the bathroom with your drink. That's kind of gross. But um, I I think people people aren't aware of that. Like what you said, Caramel. They don't know. You put it down, you walked away and danced a couple of songs. That's the end of that. I don't care if you spend eight, twelve dollars for it. It's done. It's gone. That's it. That's it. I, I I don't I don't understand. And it's it's like conversations like these. It's we talking about it because we some grown women, but the younger people, like in the twenties, they don't know that. So they probably at spring break in Miami, living right. their best lives. 
And then you wondering you, your homegirl was standing upright. Now all of a sudden she laying down. You're like, what happened to you? You only have one drink. She done got roofy. So now you have to really pay attention to her because somebody been plotting on her. Yep. So now she may be fussing and like, I don't want to go home, but you got to go home, sis, because I can't leave you here in this state, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah. So I, I think we have to be each other's keepers. Yeah. Um, and if something not looking right, because even sometimes people try to help people like, OK, if I'm with Fee, let's say we're driving two separate cars and I see somebody hop in her car. I'm be like, hey, Fee, come over here. Don't be like, oh, what the hell? No, come over here. Mm-hmm. There's somebody in your back seat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but people be tripping. You know what I'm saying? They be making it all big. You're like, no, just come over here. I'm yeah. trying to, I'm trying to help you. You know, with something, or the gas attendant may see something. Like I know, Quick Trip is really good with this. They may see something and they be like, hey, pump number two, could you come in? I already paid for my gas. I ain't coming in. Oh. They don't see somebody getting your car. Okay. Because it's okay. 24 hours. It's 20 open 24 seven. So you know, all kinds of people. Can be outside walking. It's just oh, it's a warm car. Let me get up in here real quick. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So with 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 sexual um assault awareness month um caramel, what's the, what's the big take? Like what's the big events that are happening? Like how are people bringing awareness? Because I didn't even know until you said it last year. Like this was a thing. Yeah, and that's really too bad. Um, the you know about lupus. You know about cancer. Yeah. People. Yeah. You know about so many things except for this. Again, it's like you were saying, nobody wants to talk about it. Um, but Sexual Assault Awareness Month has actually been around for a long time, since the 1990s. And it started out being a week where women would wear blue jeans every day. And that would be commemorating and helping to keep the conversation going about sexual assault. So that's how it started out in the 90s. And then it just continued to expand until now we have a full month. And if you go, there's so many things happening. You know, I can't even really pick my favorite event or my, my, my favorite theme of the whole month. So if you go to Sexual Assault Awareness Month, just Google that and you'll see lists of events and things going on all over America. Um, And so that's what I would recommend. And then also the 1-800 number, a lot of people don't realize that that number is a federally sponsored hotline. And so that's one 24 hours, seven days. Yeah, we're gonna have to include that in our description for the episode because a lot of people don't know that. Yeah, so um, it's in my tweets or I've got it in my notes too. I can give it to y'all, but that it's absolutely free. I had to call the number. I had to call. I needed help. I knew that I needed help. I knew that I needed something, counseling, resources, all that's available for free. And it's, again, federally sponsored. So this is come Washington, D.C. sponsors this hotline. So it'll never go down. And there'll always be somebody there. So someone else asked me, well, what if I know that someone has been sexually assaulted? What if I know personally somebody recently who was assaulted, but they don't want to, they don't want to report it. They don't want to talk about it. 
leave them alone. <laughs> That's the first step. Leave them alone. Let them deal with it first before you start dealing with them. Let mm-hmm. them deal with it. Let them come to terms and make their own decisions about what they want to do. Because the hardest thing in the world is to report our culture. You don't tell in our culture. You don't tell And so right or wrong, whether people believe in that or they don't, there's got to be a time when the victim has to make up their own mind and rationalize that within themselves when it is time for me to tell. So that's something. So would you would you advise, Okay, they don't want to tell, but they've been assaulted um, to go get like a kit done or anything just in case like they want to actually talk about it, because. I know there's a lot of situations around that where the victim, you know, evidence was wiped off, this and the other, and it was kind of hard to get, you know, get what needed to be get done. Yeah, they have to do that 24 hours. Otherwise, you know. Because, you know, your body creates different floors in that time. Exactly, exactly. And so the evidence then starts to deteriorate after about 24 to 36 hours. So in that case, again, you might just want to ask them, I've got this number. Would you like to call it? Or I can call for you, something like that. The other thing too is um, I didn't want anybody touching me. This is just my own personal thing. And I remember one day a lady said, can I hug you? And I was like, oh my, I just started crying. You know, I thought that was just, just the most, um, the, the perfect thing that she could have told me at that time. You know, she asked me for permission instead of somebody just, just coming up. Trying, yeah. You know, she and violating your space. She asked to come in your space. Yep. She, and th- again, that could just be me. That could just be me. But when she did that, I said, okay, you know what? Everything is going to be okay. She sees me. I'm not Mm. invisible. I'm not just this girl, you know, who's falling apart all the time. She sees me as a person. She asked me, can I hug you? So things like that, you know, just those common courtesies, things like that, making sure that the victim does not feel invisible. Mm. Maybe call and check on them want me to bring you something to eat or mm-hmm. would you like me to take you somewhere? You mm-hmm. know, those kinds of things make such a big positive impact. So that's what I would say if you know somebody. Mm. Mm. But do you think with that also the the victim has to be willing to, I guess, admit or say that it happened? Because I can't help you if you're not admitting that this actually happened. Like, you know, some people, like what you, you said, somebody you know. Some people be like, oh, you know, it was just this, then the other. But it was like somebody that you dated, this, then the other. It wasn't like something that was, you were freely given. It was something that was taken. Mm-hmm. So you have to be comfortable to sit in that and say, okay, this is what actually happened. And I yeah. think a lot of times, like, you could get frustrated. Like, if that happened to somebody very close to me, it would be like, look, now, we, we got to go get this done. But like you said, we have to handle them with care. But you got 24 hours. We cannot yeah. sit here and play these games. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
there are some, sometimes there's a way to prosecute even without that rape kit, but Mm -hmm. it makes it really, really, really difficult. I mean, it makes it so, so hard. Um, There's got to be other evidence, maybe some bite marks. There's got to be, maybe there's Mm. some. Because your DNA is left on that. Yeah, exactly. Maybe there's something under her nails. You know, we don't, we don't really know. Yeah. 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 Maybe there's something under his nails also. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so, but it is, it's, it's a walking a tight. I don't even want, I don't even want, I don't even want the damn pedophiles hearing this, hearing that about their nails. Cause then they're going to do some stuff and go cut them off. I'm going to yep. cut that off. Cause I don't <laughs> want you getting no ideas. No. Yeah, that's, that's true. We got to be careful. But I mean, again, we're having the conversation. We're putting the ideas out there. Your listeners will be li- hearing this. They'll be talking to other people about it, and we'll just keep the conversation going. You yeah, know and, I, and, I, and I love this. And, yeah, I love yeah. and I love that you were comfortable enough to come on here and, and discuss your personal um, journey. And from what I've seen from you from um, social media, like not saying you completely healed, but you, you're okay. You know, like you're, you're, your way of healing is to help others. And I love to see it. Like, you're not sitting here like, oh, it's me, this, that, and the other. Like, yeah, you can sit in it. You can stay, sit in it, but don't stay in it, you know? That's right. That's right. That's right. So, so my prayer and hope for you is to continue to heal and to continue to build. Like, what is it? Um, your last warning? Oh, your, your final, final warning. Your yeah. final warning. Your final one. I, I ask that you continue to build that because a lot of people don't know the agencies over themselves. You know, mm-hmm. like you, you, you can carry around this pepper spray. They may take it at the club, but then when you go to the club with your certain people, you know what's up. But if you mm-hmm. just walk it by yourself and somebody try it, hey, use it. What do you want to do? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, and don't think you're a bad guy. Like at the end of the day, like people have to respect people's spaces and i i think like a lot of people don't it's just like you said somebody asks you if they can hug you don't just walk up and think you can hug me i don't know you like what's going on and you don't know what trauma somebody's dealing with now they want to fight you yeah i don't want to shoot you that's right somebody's gonna jump you (laughs) right you know um but I, I love your authenticity and how, how honest you were. And I hope our listeners, viewers can take something away from this. Of course, we're going to provide the number in case you know somebody or you want to discuss it and get the help that you need. Um, because right. I think as a community, of course, you know, Korean versus culture, but for the community, there's a lot of things that we as a Black community don't discuss it's kind of swept underneath the rug, like you just gonna be all right. No, it turns into chaos. Chaos leads it to more chaos. And now you're just spinning out of control. Mm-hmm. So I think we we have to help each other. Um, Fee, do you do you have any more questions for Caramel? Um, no, I don't have any more questions. I just want to say thank you because I didn't know a lot of stuff like I was I'm actually one of those girls that walk around like oh that ain't gonna happen to me that's just like some movie stuff so I'm definitely gonna be way more aware of my surroundings um I already wear only one ear pod I already when I go to the bathroom I already say hey can you go with me 
but I am going to be more cautious um, of my surroundings and where I'm going places. And a lot of people do have my location. So when I am going places, I just tell people, hey, I'm going out. Just be mindful and check my location, make sure I get home and stuff like that. So, but you definitely opened up my eyes and I, I thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. Stay safe. Stay yeah, safe. I'm going gonna to give this number right now is 1 800 656 4673. And that is the National Sex Assault Hotline. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, there's a person there, not a recording. There's a person there, not, uh, what do they call it? Um, artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. Right. There's a person who's going to answer the phone. So. Yeah. So guys, with that being said, take care of yourself. Pay attention. Get, get you the tools you need. Um, Go on to her because she has a page on IG. You'll find a one and although she's going to say it again when we, we end this, but just go to her, get your supplies that you need and, and just be cognizant of, of life because we are living, whether we like it or not, we're living in some strange, strange time. It's not like when we was growing up in the nineties where we could just, Hey, just do whatever. No, people are crazy and we don't have time for that. so with that being said i'm gonna throw it off to fee fee what are your handles ig b underscore fee underscore experience twitter feed me 88 all right and caramel what are your handles on twitter it's a light touch one and on instagram it's your final warning all right your final warning. Your That's final warning. warning. Let, let us see it. Let us see yeah. it. And that <laughs> is the website as well, yourfinalwarning.com. So awesome. if you want to go get your supplies and shop with her, please go get what you need to get over there. Um, and for me, I'm on IG. I'm Patrick85 on Twitter, Patrick underscore 85 in the podcast. You can find us as Crayon versus Culture on both IG and Twitter. And we'll holler you guys later. We out of here. Until next time, keep living life outside the box.